This episode of the Lawn Care Business Success Podcast is brought to you by Shock Strap. Shock Straps are the unique shock absorbing tie down that feature a built in urethane shock absorber made to keep tension on the strap and your load secure. With over 100,000 satisfied clients and 14 years of secure loads, Shock Straps are built to last. Go check them out at shockstrap.com. You're listening to the Lawn Care Business Success Podcast, the weekly show sharing proven methods and systems in marketing, equipment, and customer service, educational and motivational, to help make your lawn care business an overwhelming success. Now here's your host, Julio Tomei. Welcome, Lawn Care Nation, to another episode of the Lawn Care Business Success Podcast. I'm your host, Julius Tomei, and this is episode number 141, entitled The Power of the Internet. Well, hello, everybody, and thanks again for joining me this week on another episode of the Lawn Care Business Success Podcast. I really appreciate you guys tuning in each and every week and downloading the episodes, as well as for the questions, the comments, the feedback that you guys have been sending through. Uh, like I always say at the top of every show, I really do appreciate it. I know the time uh, that it can take uh, out of your busy schedules. Uh, to uh, get uh, reviews in uh, and that sort of stuff. And like I said, I really do uh, appreciate that. It doesn't go, uh, you know, unnoticed. Uh, so thank you very much uh, for those of you who have uh, done that and left reviews on iTunes. So I'm super excited uh, this week because it's finally mowing season. Uh, so I actually uh, was able to uh, mow my own lawn uh, yesterday um, during uh, the spring uh, season, uh, you know, the start here. Uh, and, uh, you know, I was, uh, the sun's been shining, the birds are chirping, um, I've got a, uh, uh, annoying little uh, woodpecker that keeps visiting every morning and uh you know uh pecking on uh, the stovepipe on uh, top the top of the house uh and uh, making a whole bunch of noise so i know that spring is officially uh started here at least uh, on the west coast uh and uh, like i said i got to do my very first mow and i have to say uh, and not rubbing it in for you guys that uh you know haven't started yet but man it felt good to get out there uh and uh you know, at least uh, mow my own lawn uh, to start is, uh, you know, getting pretty shy. And, and to think that, you know, just last week we had some snow on the ground uh, and that, uh, you know, it uh, melted pretty quickly and uh, was able to get out there. And it's kind of funny because, you know, pulling uh, the mowers out and some of the equipment out. Uh, I'm sure my neighbors weren't too happy. I had a whole uh, a bunch of machines on the driveway all running at the same time. And, uh, you know, everything uh, started up uh, pretty easily. Uh, the echo trimmers and blowers were good. The still trimmer started up uh, really easily. Um, the Exmark Turf Tracer uh, had no issues starting up. Uh, but for the first time, um, something that uh, surprised me was the Honda HRC 216 took a bit uh, to get started. Uh, and that machine's only uh, two years old now. Uh, or so. Uh, and uh, yeah, it took uh, quite a few pulls, maybe about uh, 15 or so uh, pulls of the starter cord uh, to get started this year. Uh, usually, you know, it's uh, two or three pulls uh, to get started even after uh, the winter. But 
This year it was a little bit uh, more uh, cranky, but uh, it it did start, and then uh, you know I let uh, everything uh, sort of warm up, uh, which is why, uh, like I said, I don't think the neighbors were too happy about me uh, with all of uh, you know this equipment all running at the same time uh, in the driveway. Uh, but needless to say, uh, you know, it all started working and, uh, I ironically, I used, uh, uh, one trimmer and one mower, uh, and one blower, uh, to do my front yard. And then I used a completely different trimmer, mower and blower, uh, to mow the backyard just to, uh, give everything sort of a, a once over, uh, and make sure, uh, you know, it's all, uh, uh, running properly and ready, uh, for the start of the season. So as I record, this particular episode here, uh, I'm recording it uh, the day before its release. Uh, so Monday, um, March the 12th. Um, and uh, today is my official first day of mowing. Um, so I'm going to be, uh, you know, after I'm done uh, recording this podcast, I will be uh, loading up the equipment and uh uh, you know, and then go out and start making my rounds for the very first cuts uh, of uh, this uh, 2018 season. So like I say, I'm not, um, you know, trying to uh, rub it in uh, or anything like that um, for you guys that uh, may still be dealing with snow. Um, but uh, yeah, just super excited uh, to get uh, things, uh, you know, off the ground and going again. I'm going to have to go and... Uh, pick up uh, uh, the moss control uh, for this season uh, so I can get that started as well. Uh, and then, uh, you know, it's just gangbusters for the next, um, you know, two months at least uh, with uh, all the first mowings and uh, all the rounds and uh, doing the moss controls and then the aerations and power raking and lawn rentals and all that sort of stuff will slowly start to build up uh, as the uh, ground uh, gets a bit more stable. Um, you know, I've talked about uh, the amount of rain we get and, uh, you know, this winter was no uh, different. Uh, it was actually pretty mild uh, compared to last winter. Uh, where we did get hammered with snow. We had a few snow events uh, this past winter uh, that were, uh, uh, you know, pretty significant, um, but, uh, didn't stick around for too long. Um, so, you know, not too much uh, issue uh, this year with things like snow mold, uh, and stuff like that, but, um, more just the constant rain because, uh, you know, we do always have that, uh, moisture, uh, in the air, uh, and, uh, just sogging up the lawn. So they're pretty squishy. Um, uh, I pulled my trailer out last week, uh, last, uh, Monday. Um, and I was, uh, you know, actually kind of worried because I parked the trailer in the backyard. Uh, I've got a, uh, uh, gravel sort of, uh, parking area in the back that, uh, I used to use for an RV, uh, but, uh, uh the, uh, trailer uh, goes back there now, uh, for the winter time. And, uh, you know, I have to drive across my front lawn, uh, to get it. And, uh, normally I try to do this each and every year while the ground is still frozen in the mornings. Um, but like I said, it's just been so mild that, uh, I didn't have that opportunity, uh, this year. Um, at least not lately, the ground was frozen, of course, at certain parts, uh, but it was way too soon to bring the trailer out and I didn't want it taking up space on the driveway, just sitting there. 
so, you know, I, I try to wait uh, till the very last minute to sort of bring it out. So that's why I brought it out last week, knowing that this week uh, I would have to uh, probably start mowing. Uh, and, uh, you know, I had to drive across the lawn and luckily it wasn't too bad. It hadn't rained uh, for a few days before, uh, but the you know, the tires on the truck did rut the lawn a little bit, uh, just the weight. I tried to go uh, pretty gentle uh, on it. And I actually have to, um, with the truck, because the ground is so soft, uh, I have to actually put the truck in four-wheel drive uh, and back the truck up all in one motion without stopping, um, just so that, you know, I don't tear up the lawn. So if I can get it, you know, going in one sort of uh, one single motion from the time I hit uh, the lawn to the you know, where I get to, uh, on the back, uh, I can get the back wheels up on the gravel area where the trailer is. Uh, then it was all uh, pretty good, and then I was able to then obviously pull forward uh, and go, and it rutted the lawn a little bit, but it wasn't too, too bad. Still uh, pretty soft. I was able to, uh, like I say, uh, this, uh, you know, uh, past uh, uh, day yesterday to mow the lawn, um, and I used the turf tracer on the front lawn, and, uh, you know, it wasn't too bad. The uh, the ruts didn't uh, affect the mowing, um, so that sort of shows you how... Uh, you know, minimal the ruts were uh, for the front lawn. There's definitely been times in the past uh, where it's uh, been, uh, you know, a lot worse. Uh, something that I did actually uh, to help with that a few years ago after the first sort of few attempts and start to see how, you know, nasty the lawn was um, to drive on because it was always so soft. Uh, was I actually dug out, uh, two trenches, um, where the truck tires would go when you're backing up onto the lawn all the way to sort of like the back, the gate, uh, where the trailer would be parked. Uh, and, uh, what I did was I duck, dug down about a foot, uh, down in each of those trenches. Uh, so basically like two tire track type trenches, um, all the way, uh, leading up to, uh, the fence there. And, uh, I put in, uh, uh, about six inches or so, um, maybe even more, maybe eight inches um, of road base uh, and then compacted it down uh, and gave myself sort of a solid surface to be able to drive on. And then I top dressed that uh, with uh, soil uh, and then reseeded the lawn. So now the lawn is uh, completely covered uh, and you can't tell that there's that but when I drive and back up on it uh, I think you know that's what really helped with sort of the minimizing the uh, rutting of the lawn uh, was having that uh, sort of uh, you know there's only a few inches of soil there uh, before it hits road base and uh, there is that uh, you know support system for the weight of the truck on uh, the lawn the other neat thing about it is that uh, it acts as a French drain sort of underground so when we are getting tons of rain uh, you know the lawn sort of drains into those tire uh, track areas underground into that gravel road base uh, and helps uh, drain uh, the lawn a lot quicker uh, and I think that's another contributing factor uh, to uh, the front lawn not being uh, as bad as uh, the rest of the lawns uh, that I have to uh, uh, deal with, not only my back lawn, but uh, all of my customer lawns in the area, um, you know, with uh, the sort of clay that we have here uh, that just sort of holds water, doesn't let things drain. Uh, but yeah, it was... Uh 
fantastic to do the actual mowing this week. Uh, and uh, I'm sure all of you guys who haven't uh, had a chance yet are all uh, chomping on the bit, getting ready uh, to get started. Uh, so uh, I'm just going to break for the podcast announcements here. And then uh, after uh, that, we'll get into the episode uh, entitled uh, The Power of the Internet. And I'm going to s- explain uh, what I mean by that. All right. So stay tuned. Hey guys, if you have any questions or comments about the show, I'd love to hear from you. You can head on over to lawncarebusinesssuccess.com forward slash contact. And while you're there, why not join my mailing list and get access to a free PDF document of a landscape maintenance contract you can feel free to copy and use in your own business. For you Instagram users out there, be sure to follow me at Lawn Care Business Success. And if you haven't checked out my videos yet, well, what are you waiting for? Be sure to subscribe to the Lawn Care Business Success YouTube channel. Now, I know you guys love listening to audio while you work as much as I do. So I've partnered up with Audible to offer you guys a free 30-day trial and two free audiobooks of your choice. There's no long-term commitments and you can cancel any time. And get this. Even if you cancel during your free trial period, you still get to keep the two free audiobooks. It's a great way to try the service and to see if Audible is right for you. So why not give it a try? Head on over to lawncarebusinesssuccess.com forward slash Audible. Now back to the show. Okay, so before the break there, uh, I talked about uh, how I would be explaining uh, this week's title, The Power of the Internet. Uh, And basically what I'm uh, talking about there is basically going back to the forms of advertising that you do uh, and making sure, uh, you know, what I stress uh, being so important is having a website for your business, having your Google Places listing uh, sorted and uh, ready to go, uh, you know, and you don't have to panic if, if you know, you haven't got this stuff uh, set uh, yet, um, you know, it's like that old saying, when is the best time, uh, to plant an oak tree? And the answer is, uh, yesterday. But what's the second best time to plant an oak tree? It's today. So if you, if you haven't already got all of this stuff done, um, you know, that's okay. What's important is that you're aware of it and you get the stuff, uh, started and you know, you start working on it now. Uh, that is the most important thing. And I'm going to explain why here. So, so if you remember in past episodes, um, I've talked about how, um, from my experience, uh, doing lawn care, how, I've noticed a trend with uh, weather playing a big part uh, in when my phone rings uh, with clients looking for work. Um, so uh, just to summarize, if you guys haven't heard uh, the episodes uh, where I've talked about this, uh, basically what I mean is if it's a sunny day, uh, in the spring, uh, the phone will ring. But if it's raining, uh, or cold, um, then the phone doesn't ring. And my theory with this is that when the weather is nice and warm, people are outside. They are, uh, 
going for walks. They are, uh, you know, maybe moving things around their patios. They are maybe cleaning up some stuff in their front yards, uh, and they notice what needs to be done. Uh, and when the weather is nasty, uh, it's raining and stuff, people aren't outside. They'll come home from work, uh, and they, you know, for the most part, will uh, just get out of the car and, you know, run to the front door. Or if they have, uh, you know, a garage built in, they just drive the car right into the garage, close the garage door. They don't even spend uh, any sort of time outside. Uh, you know, a lot less people are uh, going for walks in the rain. That is uh, essentially my theory for why uh, the calls, uh, you know, are so weather dependent. Uh, it's just, uh, like I said, people just being outside and being aware of, uh, you know, what needs to be done around uh, their homes. Uh, so the interesting thing here, uh, and sort of the uh, proof uh, to this uh, is that uh, over this past weekend, like I said, I mowed my lawn uh, for the first time uh, this season. Uh, and, uh, you know, like I said, people, it was the very first sort of really nice, uh, weekend here, uh, sort of to the start of spring, the birds are singing and all that sort of stuff, like I said, uh, and people were outside. I was, uh, running some, uh, errands, taking, you know, kids to soccer and things like that. And just, you know, driving through the neighborhood, I noticed just more people outside. Uh, and the interesting thing, uh, about this and why I say, um, you know, that, uh, uh, the internet uh, or the power of the internet uh, is so important is that, uh, you know, I've done no advertising this year uh, so far. No, you know, nothing that I, I've gone, uh, you know, above and beyond to do. I haven't put out postcards. Uh, I haven't gone door to door. Um, you know, I haven't put out uh, any signs on the road. Uh, I've done uh, literally nothing for the start of this year. Uh, and yet, on that very first day, very first weekend of nice weather, uh, I've got five calls uh, just in the past two days. Uh for people, uh, and this is all through my website, that people have left uh, submissions requesting a free quote for weekly lawn maintenance. So these are people I'm going to have to call uh, right after I'm done uh, recording this podcast uh, and to set up sort of appointments to go uh, look at their lawns and quote them for uh, lawn care for this uh, year. But that shows you there uh, the power of the internet, because uh, like I said, I've done nothing. I have that um, website in place uh, that I built a few years ago, and even then I don't... Um, tend to uh, even tweak it too much. Um, you know, I'll update some portions of it uh, throughout the year, uh, but not constantly on there. Uh, my Facebook page for my business is pretty uh, stagnant. And yet, um, you know, when I look at sort of the stats for that, um, you know, it'll tell you how many new views and visits you get to your page and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, even though I'm not doing anything with that, there's always traffic going to that as well. So it just shows you the path Hour, um, of the internet and whether they're going to the Facebook page and they're seeing, you know, that few photos that are up there and then it has the link to the actual website where they can go uh, to find information. 
Same with the Google Places uh, listing. Uh, and this is another one, I, like I've explained uh, here, why this one is so important. And that's basically because when you are searching, um, particularly uh, with a mobile device, which is so... Um, you know, important these days. It's, you know, so uh, well adopted technology. Everybody uh, seems to have smartphones now. Um, and, uh, people are searching on their smartphones. Uh, it's such commonplace. I know I do probably, uh, you know, 90% of my web browsing, uh, is probably on my smartphone now. Um, and, uh, the neat thing about Google places because of, you know, the GPS and all that sort of stuff, when you are searching in those, uh, you know, search terms like, you know, lawn mowing, uh, lawn care companies, that sort of stuff, um, you know, not only will it give you the listing of, I guess, uh, websites that are relevant to, uh, your, uh, search terms that you're putting in, but it also gives you those, uh, businesses, uh, listings above the, those search terms with the sort of Google Maps, um, listing there where you see the Google map and it sort of has like the, the little, uh, pinpoint, uh, pointers on the map with the different businesses, uh, listed. And the neat thing about Google places is, you know, it, your, you know, with, uh, your regular website, when you, you have your website on Google, you know, there's all the SEO and trying to get ranked on that first page of Google and all that sort of stuff. And you're using different search terms to try to, uh, you know, get, you know, higher on the list with the Google places listing. It's a bit different because it's basically based on the uh, location. Uh, so the closer the customer is to you uh, at your location, um, the higher you're going to list uh, in that, you know, uh, list of uh, businesses that they put down there at the top. So when you're doing a search, say for lawn care in a particular area on uh, Google, It'll list those Google places first and then the regular web search results underneath those. And in those, uh, Google places listings, if, you know, you are, if the customer searching is, you know, within, you know, the radius of, uh, the location that you outline for where your business is, the closer they are to you, the higher you up are up on that list. So if they're, you know, standing, um, by wherever you pinpointed your, uh, headquarters to be on that list, if they're like a block away, you're going to be at the very top of that list. If they're, you know, a mile or two away, you may be in the middle, uh, or down at the bottom, depending on how many other lawn care businesses are listed there and how close they are to that person. Uh, so these are all things that come into play. Um, the other, uh, website that I've started to see some activity from as well, uh, for this year, uh, this spring already is Yelp. Um, so I've noticed some activity there as well. Uh, and uh, like I say, just generally having your business spread across the internet is in, in as many different places 
And with all of those uh, listings, whether it's Yelp, uh, Google Places, uh, and, you know, the list goes on. I know a lot of you guys out there use things like Angie's List and, um, you know, uh, some of those others like Home Advisor, all that sort of stuff. If you have that all and you're all pointing it towards your website, uh, which you obviously own, you can control, uh, then you can have, you know, a lot more space there for your photos and services and all that sort of stuff. Uh, but it all sort of, uh, you know, it increases the SEO for your, uh, business website as well, uh, because you have a whole bunch of other, um, you know, websites, legitimate websites like Yelp and Google places and stuff all pointing towards your, uh, website as well. And like I said, it just increases that SEO. Uh, and over time, uh, you'll notice that mo- the majority of your calls will be starting to come through, uh, the internet, uh, and from those sorts of things. Um, now I haven't even touched on trying to use, uh, Facebook, uh, ads or posting in Facebook groups. Like I've talked to you guys about, uh, doing, uh, from the experiences of past podcast guests. Um, but the reason that I haven't done any of that, or the other one was doing like Craigslist ads that have been uh, very successful for a lot of you out there as well. Uh, but like I said, the reason that I haven't done that is because I haven't needed to, uh, you know, when you think of, uh, you know, just this past weekend getting five new calls, uh, without lifting a finger, without doing anything, um, you know, and the weather today is supposed to be nice again. Uh, so that, uh, you know, I can expect that there will probably be a few more calls, uh, starting to come in, uh, today as well. Uh, then tomorrow and, uh, the day after, I believe it's supposed to get cloudy and start to rain a bit. So I think the calls will probably drop off there. Uh, and then towards the end of the week, it's supposed to be sunny again. And, uh, you know, then the calls will wrap up again going into, uh, the next weekend. And, uh, you know, uh, another busy time, uh, we'll be heading into a spring break here, uh, coming. So there'll be a lot of people off because of, uh, uh, you know, having their kids off of school and stuff like that. So, uh, the calls again, will start to, uh, ramp up, uh, as well there for the beginning of spring break. Uh, but that's why, uh, I say that, um, you know, the power of the internet, uh, because for the last few years, I think when I left my, um, franchise business, uh, the lawn care franchise business that I had, uh, and started, uh, my own brand, uh, you know, from scratch in 2010, I hit it hard with the flyers and all that stuff that year because I had just built the website. It was just up there for a few months over that uh, first winter. Uh, and even then I was starting to get calls through uh, the internet. But you know, you fast forward now seven years later uh, of running my own business under my own brand name, um, not, you know, as part uh of the franchise, you know, my whole lawn care career is spanning about 13 years now, uh, but going on my own with my own brand is about seven years. 
And, uh, you know, you can see now that over that time, the longer you have uh, that stuff in place, it just works for you. Uh, and you'll find that you won't need to do that legwork of putting flyers out and putting signs out and all that sort of stuff. You, you know, you can always continue to do that. Um, and, you know, uh, you know, just to increase and I will probably do, um, the flyer thing, uh, putting my, my full color postcards out, but just in the neighborhoods that I'm actually working in to, uh, continually increase that root density, uh, and particularly around the houses that I'm working at. So if I'm working at a house, uh, on one street, then I will, uh, you know, put flyers out regularly to the homes around uh, that house uh, to try to increase uh, the root density in that uh, particular neighborhood. Um, but that's about it. I'm not blanketing uh, neighborhoods with flyers and stuff because the calls are naturally now and organically uh, coming through. So like that saying um, where, you know, at the top of the show, that famous saying that I talked about there about uh, when is the best time to plant an oak tree. Um, and, uh, you know, the saying is that uh, it was 20 years ago was the best time because that tree would now be fully established and, you know, fully grown and giving you all the benefits of that tree and the shade and all that sort of stuff. But when is the second best time to plant that tree? Well, right now, when you're thinking about it, you can't go back in the past uh, and, you know, worry about you didn't get your internet, your website set up. You didn't get, um, you know, your Google places listing and stuff in time for the start here of the season, but that shouldn't stop you from getting it done right now. Uh, and, you know, working on it with, you know, every free moment that you have, uh, and getting it done because the sooner you get it done, the quicker you will start to, uh, get those benefits, uh, and, uh, you know, get that done it, without it. It's such a struggle to, you know, build up that base each and every year and to renew those, uh, you know, clients that you may lose each and every year, uh, just from the natural sort of progression of uh, your client list, people move, uh, people pass away, uh, and you're constantly replenishing about 10% of your client list each and every year uh, for your regular mowing clients. And you want to make sure, uh, you know, it's so nice to basically have that on autopilot uh, and not have to uh, worry about it or deal with it. So I would make sure that, uh, you know, if you guys haven't done so already, uh, to make sure you get that stuff uh, in motion. If you need help or assistance um, with getting a website done and all that sort of stuff, you don't know where to start. You've never done it. It's not as intimidating as you may think, um, you know, I would absolutely recommend that you guys use WordPress, uh, for your website. So WordPress basically is a, a piece of software. Um, it's usually provided for free, uh, and, uh, it gets installed on your web host. Uh, and basically, uh, it was the original blogging software. Um, and, uh, it just, makes web uh, site building super easy. Uh, you can pick different themes. 
you can pick uh, all sorts of plugins, uh, which are, um, you know, customized pieces of software that do a specific task. And it's as easy as uh, going to almost like an app store um, where you log uh, in your WordPress website, you go to the plugin section, you browse the plugins available and, uh, you know, they call it... Uh, the, the plugin uh, depository, I think, uh, where they're all there, uh, and you uh, search for the plugin that you're looking for. You can, you know, see YouTube videos on different plugins and stuff, and then you basically click to install. It installs it in your WordPress. It's like so simple. It just, it's all uh, pretty much automatic. You activate the plugin. It, that gets it running and then you just go into the settings and configure it the way that you want. Uh, but there's plugins for, for example, on my website, on both the Lawn Care Business Success website, as well as the uh, my own uh, Lawn Care Businesses website, uh, I have an Instagram feed plugin. So basically, this is just a little piece of software that wherever I put that uh, piece of uh, software, so it, once it's installed, it gives you a bit of code. You go into your settings and you set the that plugin on how you want it to look. So for me... I set it to display my three most recent Instagram posts in a line together. So it'll show the three photos and it gives them a button to click where they can go to the Instagram uh, and follow me and that sort of stuff. And basically, you know, once I configure how I want it to look, it gives me just a little line of code that I can uh, copy and paste and paste it into my website wherever I want it to show up. And basically you paste it in, boom, done. You've got this Instagram feed there, all nice and shiny and polished looking. And every time I post a photo to my Instagram, uh, you know, account, it automatically shows up on my website. Super easy, you know, and you're constantly basically updating your website without actually having to go into the website and add new content content and stuff. It's always uh, sort of changing there because of that, uh, you know, Instagram feed is always giving it a, a new, fresh look. Uh and uh, just makes things easy. And all of the other plugins that work the same. I've talked about that JotForm plugin uh, that I've used where I make a JotForm account, free JotForm account. Uh, and, uh, you know, this is the uh, software that I use. Uh, it's a form building software. It lets you make customizable forms that you can then place on your website. Uh, so basically... When I use this for the free estimate section of my website. So when a customer goes to my website and they click free estimate, it brings them to a jot form and basically it, you know, gets them to, uh, you know, put their name, uh, their address, uh, their email address, uh, a phone number, um, what city or area, uh, they are from, uh, and then a drop down sort of list or just a, you know, a checker, uh, a checklist of all of the services, uh, that I offer and for them to check what they want a, a estimate for. And the neat thing is that you can make, um, certain areas mandatory, like the name, the address, the email address and all that stuff. So the form doesn't move on until they, uh, enter that information and then they click submit and the job form then gets, uh, sent to you, uh, 
through email, uh, as well as there's an app you can download on your phone that'll also, um, you know, ping you when uh, somebody has left uh, a submission for a quote. Uh, and the neat thing is that JotForm also keeps a database of all of those uh, people that have uh, inquired. So you can go back chronologically and see all of that customer's information and what they were uh, looking for. So this is one example of a form. So like I said, very easy to use uh, plugins and things to customize your website. Now, like I said, if you're just starting out uh, and, you know, you need some help on this. I've done a couple of videos early on a few years ago uh, and one a couple weeks ago. I did one specifically on JotForm. And it kind of shows you that. Uh, and uh, as well, I did a tutorial uh, video. I think it's uh, about an hour long on how to build a basic website for your lawn care business using WordPress. And it basically walks you through the whole steps on how to sign up for, you know, web hosting, how to install WordPress onto your website, uh, and then how to get, uh, you know, some basic pages up and all that and gives you a basic framework uh, for building a, a website uh, for your business. And uh, I've had past guests uh, who have, uh, or not past guests, but past listeners um, who have specifically told me that they had no experience building a website and that they used my tutorial video uh, and uh, were able to uh, get through it. Uh, you know, it's not going to be easy, especially if you're um, absolutely new to building websites. There'll be things that'll confuse you and stuff, uh, but not to worry. It's not, uh, you know, uh, that crazy. Um, just uh, even when I was doing it for my first time, um, there was days where I would just, you know, I couldn't figure out something and I would just have to uh, walk away from it for the day and then, uh, you know, come back fresh the next day and, you know, I would figure it out. I'd find a YouTube video on how to figure it out and that sort of stuff. But for the you know, a basic framework there, it'll get you through. And like I said, I've had those past uh, podcast listeners who have reached out to me and said, uh, you know, that they used the video and uh, they got their website up and running with no experience at all, ever building a website ever before, ever installing something like WordPress uh, and doing that. Uh, but the video made it uh, pretty clear uh, to them on how to, to get those steps. Uh, of course, things change. That video was done a few years ago and, you know, certain things may look different now they may have changed um you know the uh uh you know the way that their websites look or the way um you know their whole uh you know interface looks and stuff like that uh but the basic premise is still the, the same and you can pretty much uh figure it out there's also a ton of videos on building wordpress websites out there and installing plugins and all that sort of stuff uh, and uh, getting that done. So I wouldn't let that intimidate you uh, if you want to, um, you know, do it. Uh, there is obviously the option of paying somebody to do a website and building one for you. Hey, this is great if uh, you want to go that route. I still prefer doing it my own and I would advise people to do it their own because then you can go in and change it after that. You don't have to rely on somebody else. Um, 
to, you know, constantly have to update uh, your website if you need to. Uh, early on, I was changing my website through the seasons um, and, you know, adding, you know, different specials and different services and all that stuff, highlighting uh, certain stuff. I've gotten kind of away from that Um you know, the past uh, year or two, just been uh, so busy here with the podcast and interviews throughout the winter and all that sort of stuff that I've uh, kind of left that um, more stagnant. Um, but if you are uh, just getting started, I would say to uh, try to do it yourself uh, because it'll give you ultimately way more control in the end uh, to be able to uh, you know, be in charge of all of that stuff. Uh, so hopefully, uh, this, uh, episode helped you guys out there. Um, and like I say, I am, uh, super excited for the start of the season here. Uh, hopefully you guys dealing with snow won't have to do that for much longer and can get out, uh, mowing as well. Uh, so that's it for this one, guys. Uh, here's to wishing you guys all overwhelming success and freedom in your lawn care business. Bye for now.